realized? What? I understand why people are alcoholics. <laughs> That's how we're opening the episode. Yeah. How? It's just so good. Drinking alcohol. Like, I know this is a bad thing to say, but, like, it's just a good... Like, it's just nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I think I... I so, last night, we went to the Fairband premiere. Go stream it if it's out. Not out. Not out. When it's out. Great show, by the way. Now, I had some drinks. I indulged in a bit of liquid courage. And I think it's because I very rarely drink these days that it makes it so fun when I do. And yeah. I was with a good environment, good friends, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I obviously never had as much fun as I did last night when I was going out every single weekend or, like, multiple times a week. Because it was kind of like, this is just repetitive. Yeah. Because I don't really do it much. And I was in a really good headspace. I was like, oh, I'm going to have a few drinks tonight. And I did. And it was fun. So drink responsibly, of course, but I understand how it gets out of control and people end up in rehab. <laughs> well, I want to say way. this, Pat. I sent you a lovely text mm. this morning. Or was it last night? I think last, it was last night, night. Last night. You know why I sent that text? Why? Because you were drinking and I was so happy that you were drinking because I was like, fuck, like Pat hasn't drank in so long. And I just know that you just felt in control of it. You were drinking normally and like... Mm. I don't know. It was just really cool to see. Like, it was clear. And you, like, everyone was, like, loving you. You were in top-tier form. I was in good form last night. But I don't reckon you would have been had you been constantly drinking. I agree. Like, if if you'd gone out on... Like, let's say you got shit-faced in Melbourne. Yeah, Both yeah, nights yeah, in yeah, Melbourne. Yeah. And then you're flying and you're hungover as fuck. And then you go to Jackson's thing and then you get arm-wrestled into a few drinks. And here we go again. And then, fuck, the weekend, I want a Ruta chick. I'm going to blah, blah, blah. That's what it kind of used to be. But now I was like, fuck yeah, Pat's drinking. Like, this is a fun side of Pat to see. Yeah, okay. Like, every so often. And I don't know. I'm wondering, did it make you want to drink more? Or did it make you understand that spacing out the drinking is a good thing to do? Like, where's your head at now? Um, That's a good question. No, I, I'm, I'm definitely not going go back to fucking just drinking all the time. You know what I mean? Mm. But, like... I feel pretty comfortable that now if I'm in a good headspace and there's something on, I will have a few drinks, right? Especially coming to this time of the year. You know what I mean? There's always a few things where I'm just not drinking stupidly. You know what I mean? Like I did have quite a a few drinks last night, but like I just stuck to beer. I didn't mix my alcohol. I had maybe 15 to 20 drinks. You know what I mean? It's so funny because for me, that's hospital. And like, oh, I know it was all right. Maybe 15, maybe 15. And like I I was pissed, don't get me wrong, but like, I was in control. I wasn't slurring mm. my well. I wasn't fucking closing my eyes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was in I was in happy spirits. Yeah. Um yeah, you were you were awesome. You were great. I want to say something that you were doing, but I want to say it later, so we'll just bookmark this. Okay. Because I don't want to spoil this upcoming episode. Okay. Which really we're gonna get into Melbourne. Yeah. But Melba from Melbourne. Melba from Melbourne. My Girl, hair was Melba from Melbourne. She made my heart yearn. She made my tears flow like wine. She let me kiss her, then made me miss her, cause Melba could never be mine. Oh no, and then that one line he goes, um, she wouldn't leave there. I couldn't stay there, so Melba could never be mine. Poor Melba. Poor fucking big Andy Iron, whatever his name was. Marty Robbins. Marty Robbins. Andy Iron's a surfer. I don't know why I thought of that. So, you're still drunk. Right, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, we went to Melbourne. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I just want to say this to all the Melbourne you wouldn'ters. Mm. You guys are another level. Yeah. Like, they were, they you were cunts fucking... got there and you fucking showed up. Yeah. We had a time change. Yeah. And you were fucking all there on the dot still. Mm-hmm. Rocking up. I was waiting for half the audience to be there. The other half slowly trickles in. You cunts were there on fucking day dot. Yeah. Rocked up. There's nothing... I, I love performing stand-up. I love doing it to like a broader crowd. But the you woodeners, there's something about you. The energy that oh, you guys so bring. Good. It's just awesome. I, I There's no one... I, when someone says to me, I listen to the podcast, I just want to fucking eat them out yeah, immediately. It's such a good fucking... Oh, the crowd was sick, dude. The Melbourne, you guys were fucking mad. It was awesome. It was so, so much fun. And we had a great performance, honestly. Because off the back of the second Sydney show that we weren't happy with... Yeah. Man, it felt so great. Um, I'm just going to announce it right now because we're definitely going to do it. Okay. We're doing shows in Adelaide and Brisbane next yeah. In the at the end of January. Dates to be confirmed. Yes. But if you're listening to this, just know that we are coming to Brisbane and Adelaide in the late to middle part of January. Now That's look, confirmed. I'm going to throw a spanner in the works and say, I'm just going to float a question out there of, Maybe Melbourne again. Now, the reason I say that is because each show's different. So it's not like a, it's not like we have a routine where we do a stand up routine. It's like, oh, we've already seen them. Oh, so every show's completely every different. Every show's completely different. Like, me and Will don't even really know what we're going to talk about when we walk out on it's stage. It's a live pod. It's just it's a live podcast. Yeah, it's like, it's like how episode. we do this. So yeah. if we, if you've been to a show and we do come back, it's going to be completely different. So maybe just if you're interested, if you enjoyed the night, maybe let us know. Yeah, if you would like another Melbourne show. If you'd and, like another Melbourne show. Um, let's get that Facebook group popping, maybe. I don't yeah. Know. Well, let us know in the Facebook group. Let us know, because so we we're on a bit of a high. We're on a bit of a high. We're on a bit of a high. Um, so, yeah, to everybody that, 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 that came to that Melbourne show, thank you so much. That yeah. was honestly a real highlight. 100%. And um, you guys were awesome. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. But um, Melbourne wasn't all... Well, we did Zach Bryan. What, we're just going to brush over it. No, no, no. I was Zach about to Bryan. brush over something else. We, we, f- we did Zach Bryan. Yeah, and I'm sure you've seen Pat's Instagram. Yeah. We're it all all nah, revival. The way. Okay, let's just go from ground zero day dot. Mm-hmm. We rock up to the race course. Yes. Right. And this is on Saturday at about seven o'clock. We were arriving late because Zach's on at eight PM sharp. Yeah, we were arriving, pulling up at the race course we at got about there at seven 10 past seven. Yeah, seven fifteen, ten past seven. So we arrive, and it's like a massive crowd of people, right? All trying to get through basically four doors. It's like an outdoor festival. Yeah, it was an outdoor festival at the race course at Fitzroy, Flemington, Flemington. We were, we were, it was like, it was about 15 to 20,000 people and we were there trying to get through about, no, maybe a bit less, maybe like 7,000 people. Trying to get in at that time. Trying to get into about five gates. Probably more, but there were 40,000 at the show and there would have been, I reckon there would have been 10,000 trying to get in. When we were there. It was so busy. We were like penguins marching through like David Attenborough And it was so wide and we just had to fucking funnel gate through four gates. At the beginning, it was two gates. Yes. And then they opened up the VIP sections to everyone. Yeah. So... To fucking funnel through. It was insane. That was... 
badly organized. But we walk in and basically about 10 minutes later, Zach's on stage, which is exactly yeah. what we wanted. Which because is, we nailed it. Much love and much respect to openers. Yeah. But I don't give a flying fuck about you. No. So congrats um, on the opportunity. And I hope, I hope that, you killed it. I hope you killed it. And I hope it's a great career push. And I hope, guess what? I come to watch you headline one day. Yeah. But guess what, cunt? I'm not fucking rocking up to watch you. Well, I'm not watching you. Then there's an then there's a hour gap. Where I'm just standing there waiting for the main yeah. act. Do you know Go what I mean? It. Go but, fuck um, yourself. I'm so sorry. Pat wasn't drinking, which again, commends to you. I really think you wouldn't have had much more fun. I think you maybe even would have had less fun if you were drinking at an environment like that. I had a fun so, time, Brad Zach. You, were, you had an amazing time. I, my throat's still a little bit sore. Pat got stuck in a dead yarn at the... Um, it wasn't a the, dead yarn, the, mate. It was a nice gate. chat. It was the deadest yarn. I was it, speaking... So something that me and Pat do is we speak in pig Latin yeah. uh, in public because no one can understand it. So we well, can I talk... Well, I don't think so. Like, mm. I was speaking to Soap today about pig Latin and he couldn't understand what I was saying. Atbe iwe orkte ig Latin pay. Oh, one day understands us, yeah. Utre, utre. Um, Akbe ifwe idei et gay ortke akfade. Oh, proper akfade. Yeah. Example, yay. Um, on a Amtrade. Amtrade in a Elben, mate. I'm one say elds may add, Openly a say, u the el hey els mays. On this fucking Amtrade. Each way unkay ink stays. Yeah. And we know who it was. Yeah. We know who stunk. <laughs> yeah. we, we know who stunk. But, but anyway, anyway. Zach, you were stuck in a dead yarn. And I was going, at pay is they Anya ed day, aye itch day, if you continue, kay Anya. We'll threaten. So we're in the line. And Threatens. it's a 45 minute line, right? And this girl comes up to me and we just start chatting. And like, we're not doing anything. We're standing in a fucking line. So I would just... love to yarn. I was yarning to you before she came up to you. She actually interrupted our convo. She came over and, yeah, she started speaking. And then I would try to bring you into the convo as well. But it wasn't like we were speaking nonstop. Like, we'd chat for, like, maybe five minutes. Then I'd chat to you. Then she'd come back and say something or I'd say something to her. And we'd keep chatting. Like, it was just, like, a nice conversation. Like, it wasn't anything more to it. Yeah, no, no, no. It, uh, let me rephrase. It wasn't a dead yarn. It was just, like, a very mind-numbing conversation to listen to. I'm sure it was great to have because this was a girl that you found cute and in another reality maybe you would have gotten with. But I was just like, oh, come on. Like, we've barely gotten inside and I'm already third week. No, but it wasn't even about I found it cute because, like, I just... She just started speaking. It was just a conversation. Like, it, whether it was a guy or a girl, all we're having is just, like, a normal conversation. You reckon you would have spoken to a man like that for that amount of time? Be yeah, honest. because we were just next to each other. If he kept engaging in conversation... She was in front of you. Yeah, but she would keep engage. She kept engaging in conversation, like she'd bring yeah. things up. Like if a guy was doing that, I would too. Yeah. Um, I think I'm just so over those conversations. I have them so much that I'm just like I actually cannot. It's uh, the only thing worse than being stuck in one is actually stuck listening to one. Yeah, if that makes sense. We get to Zach. He we comes. Get, on we stage. finally get in. Um. Wow. Basically, is all I have to say. Yeah. Wow to Zach. Congratulations, Zach. You've really built an empire. <sighs> Your Bro. voice live, like I know we said that Sam Smith, and I still think Sam Smith's voice, voice is, is the best in terms of like how they record and all that stuff live. But Zach is up there. Zach's voice was, and He's, he just, oh, he just gave it his all. You know what I mean? He like can he, sing he, he the house really down, fucking ripped and teared. Like crowd interaction wasn't his best thing. Low, like he wasn't much bad. of like a. Uh, like stage, he had stage presence, not the right word. Like it was more just like a performance of like the, his music. You know what I mean? Like he fucking sung and he got into it, but like not so many like stories about why the songs were written well, and things like that, which is was, fine. He'd go like this. He'd kind of just be like, 
how are we all going out there? Are we good? Everyone would go nuts. And then you just play the next song. Mm. And you, you were waiting for him to be like, let me tell you, the flat here was crazy. Or da da da. But it was literally just like, mm. boop, on to the next one. Yeah. My thought process is, I think he had a pretty tight... My, my excuse Schedule? for him is he had a tight cutoff time. Right. And he already came on stage about 10 minutes late because of people still getting through. So I can, it was like, mate, your you cutoff is 10, 10 yeah, o'clock okay. sharp. Get, like, get you that can't shit go past 10. Yeah. And he was like, I ain't going to waste my time. I've got my set list. I'm going to blast through it. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, it didn't bother me at all because he's... Pro- Fuck no. He, I had such a fun night, bro. He played the best songs. Like, there wasn't he one... Played- like, I reckon there were two songs that I knew, but I didn't know them off by heart. Every other song, I knew... I screamed every single word to. So, let me say this. There were three songs... The three... I'm going to try to guess them. I think there were maybe three main songs that you were like, I, can, I, I need to see, like, bucket list songs, which would be... Dawns, mm-hmm. something in the orange, mm-hmm. and all night revival. Yeah. Am I missing one? If there was, I feel no, like they were the main they're, they're big like, ones. They're the ones you like think about. Yeah, you know? I'm really happy you played Godspeed. That was good, bro. I loved Tourniquet mm. and Tishamingo. Yeah, wow, they're great songs. Zach, yeah. like, uh, it was, it was, it, it hit the expectation. And I, look, I do. I want to go to more concerts. Absolutely fucking not. But. Will I go to Olivia? Yes. Yeah. And will was I? I just loved how much fun you had. Like oh. that made me have more yeah. fun. Like watching you enjoy it so much gave made me happy. You I was just I mean? like a kid at Christmas, bro. I was just like a fat kid in a lolly, like a lolly shop, bro. Yeah. I was like a pedophile at a playground. Like I was, <laughs> I was having so much fun, bro. Like, yeah. I can't wait till he comes back. I'm gonna go. I'm hundred percent gonna go. Yeah. Back. Please come back, Zach. Yeah, Zachy boy. Come, Zach. So it wasn't all bright and happy stories in Melbourne. We had a few incidents that were um, low. Yeah. So we're gonna get lower. We're gonna start. We're gonna start low and get lower. Okay. So the first, not that low, but annoying. Me and Pat are walking down the street, and um. You know when you see a salesperson come up to you? Oh, God. And you're like, oh, hey, sorry, and you kind of keep going. I've usually got my headphones in so I can just pretend like I can't hear them or, like, give them a little wave, whatever. No, not an option for Will this time because we were speaking to Pat and she's just kind of like, hey, legends, and bef- I've turned, we both Can, can we just preface? Lovely girl. She yes. was a lovely girl. Of course she was. Yeah, we're not bagging her out. No, 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 we're not bagging her no, no, out. She was a, she was lovely, but, but the we're situation... bagging out her d- the way that she sold this, and yeah. we're going to bag out salespeople in general. Mm-hmm. Nothing personal on her. Lovely person, but she obviously has been given a script and a yeah. very intense way of being trained, and a very long script at that. Okay, well, Leah, here we go. So, hey, legends, how are you going? Oh, oh good, yeah, thank you. Good, good, hey, good, can I just you. talk you for? Oh, I'll be sure. you. I'll be us. You be her. Okay. Hey, Legends, how are you going? Yeah, we're good. Th- good Great, can you. I just chat to you guys real quick? Um, Yeah. Cheers, Legends, sure. cheers. So now we're stuck. We are in a Venus flytrap and we've just activated the mouth mm-hmm. and it's closing. Yeah. So guys, out of interest, how do, have you ever heard of this? It was Teens Without Homes or something. It was like a, for, for, yeah, for homeless teens. Uh, no, we haven't actually. We're not actually from Melbourne. Either. Oh, where are you guys from? Uh, Sydney. Amazing. I yeah. love Sydney. Yeah, I've yeah. never been. I'd love to go. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, why guys. Do you, why do you love it? I just love Sydney. 
Okay. So, guys, out of interest, how many homeless people, how many homeless kids do you reckon there are in Victoria? A uh, thousand? Guys, 12,000. Really? Yeah. That's fuck. That's pretty bad. And uh, it's not good, guys. And out of interest, do you guys think that those 12,000 kids deserve a shot at a good future? Most of them would. I wanted to say most. <laughs> But we said yes. Yeah, of course. Uh, I, but I was so close to going, oh, I reckon a couple, maybe not. Because <laughs> let's be real, a couple probably, maybe not. They're probably the reaction, proper scumbags. Um, oh, that was fucked that I said that, but whatever, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> and uh, and she goes, yeah, guys, so I've got a couple options for you guys. We have the $39 deal, the $49 deal, the $59 deal, guys. You can honestly have an option of seriously giving these kids a shot. Now, I have a fair bit of money that I can donate. Yeah. I was like, 60 bucks. I was like, fucking oath. I'll give 60 bucks, right? So she starts, she whips out her fucking iPad and she starts- <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Just before this happened, the conversation went on for an extra five minutes. Oh, there was, was five minutes about, of just Because I, I did ask, I said, what exactly? Because I, I had cash in my bum bag. So I was going to give her a bit of cash. I was just kind of like, oh, where's the money going to us? I was like, you if I donate, cash, where does the money go? But then, and then that turned into a five minute spiel of where the money goes. Yeah. So we've probably been in this conversation now for about eight minutes. And then she whips out the iPad and she's talking me through the monthly plan I've signed up to. So it's actually subscription, 50 bucks a month. So it's about $600. It is $600 a year. Um, $60 a month, bro. 50. Cause I couldn't, we couldn't do 60. They'd ran out of the 60 plan or whatever. So $50 a month. She's like, all the other so shit. what do you reckon? Like put your deets in. And she goes, now mate, real quick. Do you have any tattoos? I swear she just asked the weirdest question. She was like, that's epic, man. And, and what do you do? You do TikToks, don't you? Yep. Nah, I've seen him. I've seen him. What are you even doing here? Live podcast. Wow, guys. No, we said we're going to the concert at the beginning. And then she said at the end, what are you even doing here? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. She's just so in it, in sales but mode. She was good at what she did. She sold you. I'm tell I told you as soon as you walked away, you should go on and cancel your I still haven't cancelled it. If you want to pay $50 a month, that's commendable. Maybe that's why I'm it. getting so many phone calls. I've been yes, getting phone call after call phone call, and she I'm like, why call. does this number keep fucking calling me? It's them. Fuck. Yeah. I'm going to cancel it. Dude, fucking oath did you cancel. Look, you've, you've donated your I've money. I've gave 60 bucks. You've given your money. But you've done well. I, I want to almost it's look at every 12,000 kid in the eye and pull the plug in front of them all. What do you mean? I want I want to organize a second show. Zach Bryan, all the homeless kids, twelve thousand of them. Right, they all rock up to the show, and I I go on on the big on the big projector <laughs> yeah. in front of them all. We put up whatever the charity is and how much money they're going to be getting if I keep the plan going. You know, <laughs> thousands, oh thousands, tens of thousands, and they're licking their lips. <laughs> And it just goes up and up and up. Like you don't, see the year jump and it goes up and up and up. And they're going, don't. fucking hell, this is uni. This is mum taken care of. This is everything, right? Don't. And then I'm going to pull the plug. Cancel subscription. Cancel subscription in front of all of them. By the way, Zach's not coming on. He's not even here. I tricked them all. And then I pull out 50 bucks from my wallet and I just throw it in the middle. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking hell, bruh. <laughs> You're fu- you're No, fu- obviously I'm kidding. I don't think I'm going to cancel it for a year. I'll give 
a 600. year's worth. Well, what they do is it's actually good. You should check out the charity. I can't remember what it's called, but but I'm sure if you Google, I'll tell you what, what it is do, right now. I've got an email. So what from they them. do is like so there's homeless kids and like apparently their aunts or uncles and stuff like that want to take them in, but they can't because they don't have the room. So they like build granny flats. Kids undercover. Kids undercover. So they like build granny flats in like other family members' property for the kids to live in to give them like a home and stuff. So it's they, they do great work. It's fucking awesome. They do great work. Um. So honestly, yeah, like look it was into just, them. It was, it was a 15 to 20 minute donation. That's how long it was. It was a long time. So I can't get that time back. No, they should have been building shelters. But I can get the money back. Mm. So who cares? I mean, not that I'm getting the money back. I just mean I can always make more money. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not that. I think it's more just the, the, the how long it went on. It was insane. Just we walked away and, and we were like, are we going to make Zach? Mm. And it was on a Friday. Zach was on a Saturday. We still didn't think we'd make it. No, it was on Saturday. Was it? Yeah, it was on the Saturday. Right. Well, um, anyway, there you go. And then, so that was tier one of like a little bit low. Then we get to tier two, which was, it was pissing rain. We, 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 as you guys know, the flight was super early. We landed at 9am, couldn't yeah. check in till 1.30. Yep. So for well, we about- No, they said, we'll let you know as soon as you can. We had about so five we hours. fucking just floating in deep, five deep hours, water. Five hours, pouring rain. The cafe was terrible. We finally, we walk hours around where you're exhausted. Pat's We've still got, got his our bag. I've still got my fucking suitcase because the, the reception were like, no, you can't leave your fucking suitcase here. Like, fuck up. And we get to the street we're on, right? We've walked around. We get to the street we're on and it's all closed off. Like police rope on every Police, corner. fire, uh, uh, engines, everything. Going everything, crazy. Whole and lot. everyone's looking up. And it's a big building. And I'm going, fuck. Me and Pat are thinking the same thing. Someone's going to jump. Yeah. And I'm going, I'm not looking, bro. I'm not looking. I can't look. I can't well, it was look. just like the thought of it. I, like, I felt sick. I felt I sick. Like, if someone, like if, if this is such a traumatic thing. I said to, we were saying like, bro, if someone jumps, we're, uh, we're going home. Yeah, I'm we're not, not doing, doing the, the show. Nothing. I'm not going to Zach. I'm it going home. It would just be too, too much. Rattled. Yeah. And I'm the sort of person where I don't know if I could have looked away. Yes, I'm the same. I think I would have seen it and, and just it really ruined my would have life. Ruined my me. life. Yeah, it yeah, would have yeah. that would life. affect you for fucking years. So I, that was just in our head. We're like, "Fuck, bro!" And we spoke to the fire people. Well, so so where it's cornered off, we're trying to walk to our hotel because we've got the message you can check in, and we can't get there. So Will tries to walk past, and the fire is like, "Oh yeah, you can't go there, mate." And and we're like, "Oh fuck, okay, sorry, our hotel's there. Any chance we can go?" Nah, no chance. No Try way, boys. No, no way. way. So we're thinking, okay, this is pretty serious. I was like, oh, just out of curiosity, mate, like, what's actually happening? Just and move, boys. You don't just move. No, mate, just keep moving. So and now, I thought you don't want to know. I thought there's this four is people. catastrophic. There's four people jumping, and they've all got bombs, and they're going to hit the ground, and everything's going to blow up. Bro, you don't want to know. Just keep moving. Like, come on. Bro, so then we get to the other corner, and there's a really nice female uh, police lady there. Who you don't think should exist. What? You don't think female coppers should exist, remember? No, I said I don't think two female cops should be on a shift together, just True. them two. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I anyway. think it should always be a female-male split. Right, keep going. And um, so, and I was like, hey, like, I'm so sorry. That's our apartment over there. Like, can we cut through? And she's like, oh, no, like, I'm sorry. You just kind of have to walk around and then try, like, scoot through because the other, like, the other corner of the block was closer to the apartment and I was like oh no worries like what's happening she goes oh there's just like the the outside of the apartments had little tiles as like their decorations it almost looked like they were zip tied on like they would flap in the wind and then she was like it's so windy that these tiles might fall and I was like that's what all this commotion's about so that's what the firefighters acted like uh, the world was ending over I'm pissed because 
Well, I'm actually stoked that someone wasn't jumping off the fucking Oh, building. absolutely. But I was just like, fuck me, bro. Like, I know this sounds so pathetic, but just keep in mind, we'd had four hours of sleep. Yeah. We had a live show. And then we had to walk basically another, you know, 800 meters. We were like 100 meters away, all the way around a block to get there. We just and it was to just relax. another punch down and we were like, fucking hell. Like, yeah. I know I know, it's such a shitty be there moment sort of vibe. It's like a shit thing to complain about. But because the weekend was so great. I'm yeah, saying yeah, like yeah, that yeah, was yeah. just the second low moment. But then we're hit with Mayday, D-Day, Ground Zero, The World's Over, um, The End. As you know, if you're at the Melbourne Live pod, what were you asking the audience? Well, Pat? I spoke about it on last week's, oh, this week's podcast as well. So about the girl I'm with, is it too early to ask her to come to Christmas? Do I buy her flowers for when I got back from Melbourne? There was so much All these things, so many things, right? Melbourne New Woodners, we got some Melbourne New Woodners were very helpful. And I actually got quite a few messages after it as well from some of the girls in the crowd being like, hey, I think you should do this or do this. Like they were really, really helpful. So thank you. But unfortunately, none of that advice matters anymore. (laughs) At all. Why? Because Sunday morning after my great weekend... And after turning down three different girls, because you're now exclusive. Because I was exclusive, and I was obviously going to be loyal in Melbourne. But also, sorry guys, sorry to interrupt, but actually actively turning these people down. It's not like, oh, I could have been in there. It was like, I've actively actually said no, because I'm with someone. I, yeah, I said, I'm sorry, like I'm speaking to someone. One of which was a date that had been planned for a long time. Mm. When I was like, when I come to Melbourne, we'll go out. And we've been speaking for a while. And then I was like, hey, I'm actually so sorry. Like, this girl was gorgeous. This is gorgeous Gorgeous girl. girl. Lovely girl. Really nice. Like, got along with her really well. And I was like, oh, when I'm in Melbourne, I'd love to take you for dinner. And like, we're both looking forward to it. Then I got to Melbourne. I was like, I can't because I'm speaking to someone. So I was like, I'm sorry. And then there were a few girls at the concert that that, that were quite cute that I... Again, it's not my complaint. I didn't want to do it, you know. No, because I was, you were so I was invested. happy. I was happy with. My it was a situation. happy turn. It wasn't a ah oh, damn. Yeah, it wasn't it was like, like oh, I wish I could. Sorry. It was like oh, I'm. I'm sorry. Like I just can't. Like, I just can't. Yeah, I'm. I'm happy with what's going on in my life, in my love life at the moment. Sunday morning, literally eight a.m. Wake up, bang. S- Sunday morning, bang. Hey, should do. Let's read it word for word. Okay. Let's read out the text. This is what I woke up to. And by the way, while Pat's getting that text up, I just want to say. What the, you know, nothing that we're about to say is anything against this girl or attacking this girl because she had those feelings and her feelings are valid. So this is nothing against her. This is just what happened and Pat's and our yeah, feelings about this it. Is what, this is nothing against her. I'm no. not one bit angry at her. This no, is not how at she all. felt. This and this is, like, is how, the way we're going to get into it, this is just how you feel. Yeah, 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 exactly. So this is nothing against we her We don't want to paint all. her as some sort of villain No, for doing no, no. This. She's yeah. lovely. She's a lovely She's girl. She's a lovely person. She just said, hey, Pat, I've been thinking about this and I'm not sure I'm ready for anything right now. I'm so sorry I had to do this over message, but it's been eating at me. I really am so sorry and I wish you all the best because you really are an amazing person. Now, what did you respond with? I, I said, oh, no, nah, that's all good. So sweet. Which is great. But it's just like, so she was obviously away. And then on like the Wednesday, she just got really dry. Her responses took longer to reply. Her replies were a bit more dry. And that was going on until Sunday. And I was kind of like, something's wrong. But I knew I was seeing her Sunday because when I was away, she was like, oh, I can't wait to see you. Like, can I see you when you're back from Melbourne? I was like, yeah, of course. Like, I land at this time. Like, let's go grab dinner and shit. She's like, okay, Mm. I can't wait. Like, real excited to see me. And then the reply, so I was like, yeah, when I see her, like, I'll just ask her. Like, is everything good? Like, I've just noticed you've been a bit distant. But obviously, we didn't make it that far. And I was just kind of like, what happens? Then I went on her Instagram to mute her. 
because I'm not going to unfollow, but I was going to mute her just because like, I don't want to see her stories and her posts because like, that'll just kind of upset me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, yeah, I realized that she'd removed me from following her and had also unfollowed me within like half an hour of sending the text. Mm. So my theory is X. I think an X has come back into a picture and I've done similar things where I've been speaking to people and then my ex has come back in the picture and I've just cut cut it off. Maybe she's deleting the evidence of like, just, you know what I mean? She doesn't want her ex knowing about me and her. So she just was like, I'll unfollow him and shit like that. Not sure, but that's where we are. And I was going to take the piss out a bit, a bit and laugh it off, but you know what? I might be serious for a bit because I got a really nice message last week from a guy saying that when we're open about our struggles, it really helps him and encourage him to go get help. Wow. So I'm going to be vulnerable for a bit and say it fucking sucked. It's like, the worst it feeling ever. It really fucking hurts, dude. Like, And not of the fact of like, oh, I could have gone and done this in Melbourne. It's none of that. It's the fact of like, I invested time into this guy. And again, this is not her fault at all. This is just how I feel. Like, I'm not angry at her. I'm not mad at her. They're just how she felt, bro. Like, you know what I mean? This, that's completely fine. I'm glad she was honest, you know? But just the way it made me feel personally was just like, you know, I, I, I do not trust anyone. Like, I really I don't trust girls. Like, I don't. And I put so much fucking trust into this girl, bruh. Like, when she was away, I wasn't even stressing. I wasn't worried. I was like, yeah, that's nice. She's away. I, was, I can't wait to see her. Like, I really, mm. like I was really excited to see her. I was like, that's so good that we've planned to see each other when I'm back from Melbourne. It's going to, like, you know, when you've come home from a holiday and you're kind of, annoyed, like, sad? I was like, yeah. it's going to be so good. I get to go see her. Like, it's, it's almost something to look forward to after 100. my holiday. And, like, I really put trust in her. And now it's got, like, it's just so hard to comprehend, like, it just proves why I don't trust anyone. But, now, but, I'm not saying she was disloyal. I, I don't know what happened over there. Maybe maybe something did, maybe she slept with someone, maybe she kissed someone and then she shut things, I do not know. Maybe I gave her the ick, like, nobody knows, we'll never know. But, but it makes you quest. it makes me question all my fucking insecurities. That's what it does. But what does this have to do with trust because because i put so much trust in her that this is something that will like work out or like just that i that she that, that, that like we can be apart and i trust that, that that we are exclusive and that nothing's going to happen and then i trust that what she's telling me is legit like i really like you i can't wait to see you and she'll i trust that that that's true and then in the click of a finger it just ends like just over nothing well, that I, I know, of, you know what I mean? Like, no, no, nothing that happened between us, it just ended. And it's like, well, next time I speak to a fucking girl, how am I meant to give it my all? Well, I've got two things to say on that. The first one is, I think maybe there's a conf- not a confusion, but I think maybe there's a blurring with being vulnerable with someone and trust because I feel like with trust, I think your trust issues aren't necessarily like. I trust everything you're saying and da-da-da-da-da from what we've spoken about off the pod and on the pod. When you say, I struggle with trust, a lot of the thing you bring up is, what are they doing when they're not with me? Like, yeah. what, what, like are they seeing someone? And, and, and when, you're like, when I like someone, right, I really struggle yeah. with when they're away because my brain tells me they're probably yeah. with another guy. That's just but, what my brain tells me. But I, I, when she was away overseas, not overseas, yeah. <laughs> in like wherever the fuck she was in another state... I trusted her. Like, I, I just felt comfortable. I was like, I, I, I don't think she's going to go see another guy. I, I really feel comfortable with how me and her are in the position we're in. Right. And now, but but I think as well... And something's obviously happened. Well, well, here's the thing. 
I think maybe the vulnerability as well is a big part 100%, bro. I was so vulnerable like, to I'm, her. Yeah. You, and I opened up about some of my past things. Like, I spoke to her about stuff, and, and I told her, I was like, look, like, you know, I, str- I told her some of the things I struggled. You know what I mean? Like, we were fucking that that, open with each other. But is that a feeling that you, you're annoyed about? It's like, I gave you this. Well, it's not like I gave you this and you did this. Like I said, it's not her. Like, I've, whatever, for whatever reason, she didn't think it would work out. And that's completely fine. But it just makes me, my own, it makes me feel very insecure. It makes me question why. Like, what did I do wrong? Why aren't I good enough? It makes me, I don't know. Can I say something it's crazy? upsetting, bro. Can I say something crazy? Yeah. And this is something you'll never do, but I just want to say this to you. I personally think that if I was feeling this way that you're feeling, because I, for example, I've had basically something very, very similar happen, which was, it was just a small amount of time. But with, mm. I was speaking to him for like th- two months, yeah. I reckon. And... Then, and things were going great. And then suddenly it was the exact same thing. Starting to get a little bit drier and then just not really interested. And then eventually it was fully cut off. And I was always like, fuck, like, why did that happen? Like, why did, why did he suddenly decide like, oh, I'm just going to kind of cut it off now. And I actually was like, hey, like, I'm just wondering like why this happened. And then he told me, like, he actually gave me the reason why. And I felt better about myself. I think, because I know the when we said read back that text and you said, oh, all good, so sweet. Like, I know we speak about it and you're like, I like to give them not much because- Oh, it, I'm not going to give her the satisfaction of- I'm not going to fucking beg for her. No, I know, but like, that's sweet, the pride attitude. I know, I know, all, but there's that good. kind of pride there where it's like, I don't want her to care that I feel that much. But I really do think that, you know, there's no shame and there's no embarrassment in just saying, hey- I've actually been kind of running through this in my head the last few days and I totally respect your decision to to end things and I'm never going to ask you to come back and, and or anything like that, but i just really love to know what happened because... I don't want to know the answer, bro. But, but maybe... But closure is so nice. I don't want to know the answer. But I, can I tell you, the answer is less painful than whatever you're coming up with in your head. That's a fact. What if, what if it's not? What if it's a... I, I I just had a one night thing when I was over there and I feel really guilty about it and that's it. Then what but happens to my fucking trust? At least I've got something to hold on to. Being like, oh, maybe... Like, my no, theory is the, my theory's that the X and that's probably the one that I can live with the most because I've done the exact same thing. So, so but imagine you find that out and you're like, great, it had nothing to do with me. <sighs> I don't want to know. I'm scared to, if I even message her, am I blocked? Like, I don't know, bro. I don't even want to have anything to do with her. Like, but I, I really think if you reach out... Nah. And you know what else you can do? You know what else you could honestly do? You could send it as a voice message on text. So then you, it actually disappears for you and you don't even remember that you've done it. Nah, I could be blocked, bro. Like if her ex is back in her life, I'm out of like... But this may be this, maybe that, what's going on, like living in this constant, I'm not too sure. Like that's how you live your life so much with, with if I drink, will it be bad? If I do this, is it this? And da 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 everything's so I confusing. I just don't like, think I want to know the answer, bro. I don't want to know why it ended. For whatever I, reason, I really it ended. do think it it will give you a sense mm, of clarity no. that you need. No, because I know what the last four days of us when we were like a thing, she was so dry and so unresponsive. So she would have just been waiting for Sunday to come. She obviously didn't want to tell me because she knew I had a live show. She knew I had a concert I really wanted to go to. So she was, I'll just hold out. Yeah. But like those last four days would have been like 
a fucking sore trap to reply to me. Like she would have been just so odd. Just like, fuck, so I don't want to talk to you. I've been in that position, bro, where I've, I really don't want to speak to someone. I just reply because I feel bad. And you feel and sick now, at the thought that your mind, where your mind was at. Well, now I message her again. And I'm sitting there like being like, I can't wait to see her. And she said, and then being like, fuck, I can't wait to tell him to fuck out of my life. Well, and then I message her again. She's going to be like, oh my God, like fuck off. No, I don't think she will because of the time gap. She I'm not really even going to do it. I'm not doing that. But I'm going to delete her number. That's what I'm going to do right now. No, hang on. Wait, do not delete her 100%, number. 100% I'm deleting her number, bro. What are you talking about? But well, Okay, well, let's just stop for one second before and just really have a think that you're doing it while I'm talking to you. You're still doing it. Do you really think that you delete don't contact. want an answer? I don't want an answer. I can't now. It's gone. Okay. The number's gone. <laughs> and it's nothing against her, dude. It's just my way of getting over it. Like, and I know it wasn't a, it's not a long thing. It's not like, oh, we were together for so long. We weren't even fucking... We'd just been speaking for six weeks, but like... It'd been a while since I'd been vulnerable with a girl and, and liked a girl and trusted a girl. And it's almost like that six weeks is hard because it's kind of like now you're stuck with, I wonder what could have been. Rather yeah, than, oh, we were together for six months and we knew what it was like and it just wasn't working. This is kind of like, fuck, there was potential there. Well, I, I tell you what it would have been, a lot of fuel, fucking long trips and a lot of gas money. So, yeah, but fuck it. Okay, maybe this. Just maybe bizarre, this. dude. I don't know. It was just, just made me feel really fucking shit. It made me feel really shit. And like I said, not her fault. I'm not blaming her for that. It's just the situation. Like, I'm glad she told me. And I, I think it's good that you're in this feeling. Like I always say to myself, whenever I'm really sad and really down, I really make sure that I absorb every single feeling that I'm feeling rather than running away from uh, it. I'd like to do that, but not in scenarios like this. Of course. No, it's a shit, it's a shit heartbreak feeling. But I think it's important to be like, okay, I've just had... For lack of a better word, my heart broken, right? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I haven't had my heart broken. You know what I mean. Yeah. I've been, re- I'm bummed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I absorb this feeling. Okay, I feel like this and I feel like this and this is why and I'm going to do this thing. Did that make me feel better? And you almost mathematically like all these different things. Like how do I feel no, in this I'm more moment? of a quick fix guy. I know you are, but then, but then what happens is you don't, acclimatized to the feeling of being fucked so then when it comes up again it's like where's my quick fix and then suddenly you can't get your quick fix and it's like what the fuck do I do so I think you didn't get your quick fix you tried I didn't get my quick fix but you tried through multiple avenues I I guess I'm sitting with it well you are you are sitting with it like I'm distracting myself yeah of course I'm distracting myself with what Fortnite speaking to other People, shit like that, and it's just empty. I can imagine how shit the convos. No, no, it's not. I enjoy speaking to people just in general, like I do. And I'm not saying distracting, like I don't even want to speak. I'm just doing it for the sake of it. I I generally enjoy the people I speak to, like, um, but like, I don't know. I just think I think, yeah. I mean, she fucked it to be honest, which is kind of funny. Um, she's an idiot. Fuck no! Come out! I just start. No, no, no. no. She's. No. I'm sure she's lovely. She's lovely. She's fucking lovely she was... person. That's why it just baffled me the way it happened. That's why I just think it had to have been someone from her past. But we'll never know. But hey, I wish I'm we not going to find love. I'm going to be I. with you in a mansion. Neither you know, we spoke about never... that a few episodes ago. Yeah. I want to be in that mansion with you. I don't want anything. I, I'll I really never find don't. love. I will seriously. I don't want to find it. it anymore, bro. It's too fucked. I feel I I don't know what's going to happen with me because feeling. because here's my thought process if if I find someone attractive they're more than likely straight um if I do end up speaking to someone and we're chatting and we're getting on really well 
they they eventually run out of interest. They find someone else. And also, I just analyze myself. Like, I'm not. I wouldn't even be a good boyfriend. Like, there's just so much shit. Like, I would be the most un. I'm in the undateables. But like, honestly, like, there's there's so much there that's just like, yeah, it's just not worth it to me. I really don't think it's worth. Like, it's just like, what's the point of investing your time and shit? for the risk of this happening. And I, I know it was a few weeks ago, I was Mr. Positive over here being like, no, trust me, when you fucking find it, you'll love it. Fuck that cunt. Fuck that guy. Fuck two, fat, fuck Pat two weeks ago and his fucking positivity. I just... Fuck that. Can I be honest? I'm so sorry, and this might be sound depressing, but in my mind, you know what I would rather come home to? An fucking Indian home diner naan wrap. <laughs> <laughs> An Indian home diner chicken ticker wrap. Yeah. A great movie, some snacks with you. My bed, I've just made my bed with fresh sheets. So when I go to bed, it's fresh sheets. Mm. And then after the movie, we go for a cruise. Yeah. And it's an amazing movie. That's yeah, what good. I want, bro. But I love, I love, love. I love, love. I love when I'm with someone and I, and I like them. I love like falling asleep next to them, waking up next to them. Like I love it. And I, I don't get, like, I cannot sleep with, I can't sleep with someone in my bed. Like, I can't. Like, I had a girl message before, but like, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, nothing, like, you're welcome to come over. She's like, all right, sweet, can I stay the night? I was like, I'm sorry, you can't. And she's like, oh, well, then I won't bother. And it's like, it's not you. I just can't sleep next to people. But then when I really find someone I want to be, best thing ever, bro. You I know, love, like I, I love falling I asleep with someone, but I hate waking up with someone. I love waking up because I'm so self conscious of what I look like. I'd have a oh, big pimple on my face. Fuck. My breath would stink. Like so, I. Anyway, I yeah, I'm never gonna find love. You're never gonna find. I think you will find. love. I don't want to. Neither. I don't trust cunts, bro. How much? Next time, this chick was so positive and so like. The way she reacted the way when she, you asked to be the way exclusive. she reacted when I asked to be exclusive. She had this big smile on her face, like. Everything led to us being like working it. You know what I mean? Like just, not not saying it would have worked out long term, but just like every the way everything was going now, I was kind of like the thought of it ending didn't even cross my mind. Like no way. And then it just ended. So it's like next time I'm in something like this. Well, there won't be a next time. But if I was going to be a next time, I'll just be on edge the whole time. Like okay, any second this could just click. I don't care how good it's going. It could just end. <laughs> so fuck that, bro. Why We're would I want fucked. that? Why would I want that shit, bro? I'll fucking root you and then. Oh, Pat. Give me my, my fix. Oh, I thought you said I'll root you and give you my fist. No, like, my fist. Oh Maybe God. we just root each other. Maybe I, I think, I think, here's what I think. I, I, I don't know. I'm happy that. I'm oh, happy you're happy. That you're happy. I'm heartbroken. No. Thanks, mate. No, I'm not happy that you're heartbroken. I'm happy that I've seen that it doesn't just happen to me. If I'm being honest. I didn't yeah, but, but it fucking happens to, to no one but you and me. It doesn't fucking happen to anyone else. It's so easy for <laughs> it's everyone else, bro. Poor, bro. All my mates, it's that cruisy for them. They just fucking, fucking hell. like it's nothing. And I, then I fucking go to buy a girl flowers to fucking show my appreciation. And, and the day off, away. she's fucking texts me being like, "Fuck out of my life, you fucking weird cunt." You fuck weird. You fucking tool bag. You piece of shit. Lay in bed and don't get out of it and cry about me. You've done that. No, I haven't cried. She doesn't. I've cried that. about a girl, hundred percent. I haven't cried about her. No. Um. Anyway, DMs are open. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Can you imagine? <laughs> nah. Um. Fucking DMs are open, guys. Yeah. Oh fuck me sideways in the butthole. All right. So last little thing. Um. 
Christmas is coming up. Yeah. All of you look after yourselves. This was a bit of a bummer episode. Well, we're going to end on some advice. Yeah, Come on, send bro. on we're one not, little we're not, en- we're not ending just... this whole. I just feel like this whole episode's my love life update. Good. We need a serious ep every now and then. If you're going through heartbreak at the moment, you're a sick cunt. Oh, you're the sickest cunt. Happen. All right, here we go. Advice. This is from a girl. This year, I fell in love with my best mate. Did not expect it, but couldn't help it. And we've been sleeping together all year and together in love for the last four months. It's been so unbelievable and magical. When I tell people the story of us coming together, people say it's like a Shakespeare play. Oh, Romeo. Oh, Juliet. She he's typed a very, that in. No, that was just a bit of improv. Oh, good on you. He's a, he's a very sweet guy and has a history of sleeping with kind of everyone I know. But oh. weirdly, not in a gross way. He's so beloved and connects so genuinely with people. It's not predatory weird girls just really want to be with him. But he, in the past, has still slept with almost all the girls I know. Cunt Johnny fucking Depp or something. Johnny we Sins. Just... <laughs> astronaut. You need an astronaut. You need a plumber. You need a taxi driver. Call my friend Johnny. We just split. Okay. And I'm com- completely devastated and ruined. He's my first love, and it was because he revealed he'd been lying to me and wanted an open poly relationship despite asking me to be monogamous. Oh. I never wanted that, and now I feel like a notch on his belt and expect to see him hooking up with more of our mutual friends when we're out. I don't know what to do next because our lives are so intertwined. We're both musicians. I fucking manage his band and with our best friend. Tell me from a guy perspective, what the fuck do I do? I just want peace. Okay, well, firstly, falling in love with your best friend and rooting them, that sounds great. Well, it sounds great because I remember I fell in love with one of my high school best friends and I just had to cut them out of my life because they were straight and I could never be with them. So that was heartbreak. And I would imagine like, oh my God, this would be amazing. So that's from the gay perspective. From the man perspective, honestly, like this is the thing. Have you ever heard of the expression, um, a friend to all is a friend to none? Hmm. I think it's one of those things where it's like everyone loves him, but he's kind of, Oh, I loved him so much. He was so great. And like, if everyone has that opinion of, of someone, I don't trust them because I don't think they're being their true self. Right. Like, um, for example, right. It's like, if, if I hear a story that, uh, you know, someone that I know had a bad day, they got angry at someone. Oh, that person sucks. Cause blah, blah, blah. Well, they're a human being. Because mm. they can't be on all the time, and they've had a moment of weakness. And yeah, if anything, three that for me circumferences that as a human being. So this is a long-winded way of me basically saying: if everyone just has really nice things to say about him, he's always switched on. He's always on. He's always making sure that he's doing the right things. He's very calculated, and I don't think that's a very trustworthy person. And I think, as great as it was, and as amazing as it was. Think back, was he ever really vulnerable? Did you ever see any cracks in the kind of facade that he was putting on? I think he sounds like a sleaze bag, and I think that he fucked you because uh, he thought you were hot and he doesn't care about the consequences because, hey, everyone loves me and da-da-da-da-da, and eventually it'll catch up to him. Yeah, but that doesn't solve the issue of seeing him out, hooking up with mutual friends. Well, she just wanted to get the guy perspective on on the Fair whole enough. thing. So that's that's just the guy, that's my perspective All on right. the situation. My perspective on the side of, because that would be hard seeing them out. It'd be the if fucking your, worst thing if ever. If they're your mutual friend and you guys were dating for four months and none of them should even be looking at him. So like, mm. if you think that your friends are going to be hooking up with him, then you've got shit friends. 
and you should probably get new friends. But if you've actually got a good good group of friends, and they're not gonna fucking, that's not gonna happen. Oh, like, and they're, also, they're, they're not gonna get with him. They're not gonna hook up with him. They're not gonna sleep with him if they're your fucking friends. And if you manage his band, no, he manages her band. No, no, no. She manages his. Maybe get the friend to do more of like the dealings. Quit. Maybe get the deal. Quit. Maybe get the friend to do more of the dealings with them. I think quit and show him that actions have consequences because it, it sounds like he's never faced a consequence in his life. Quit. Quit quit as the manager and say, I don't want anything to do with you anymore. You broke my heart. You lied to me. And yeah, but what if that's a good what if that's a good career step for it? Uh I reckon he's a shit musician. Yeah, that's true. I reckon he sucks. So quit. Mm. Quit the manager, quit being a manager, and and find another band. Yeah. And start again and start fresh. And I'm sure you're gorgeous and I'm sure you're lovely and I'm and I know I know you'll find love again. And I know what he looks like and he's a punchable little cunt. And I know he wears silver rings and I know he wears heaps of necklaces and tight pants and he's a gronk and he dresses like he's super gay, but he just uses that to try and get with chicks. Fuck him. Fuck that cunt. Fucking piece of fucking shit. Did he break your heart? I fucking hate him. You know what? I feel like he broke my heart because he broke a you wooden his heart. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I reckon he plays shit fucking music. I reckon he he plays rock. I reckon he plays mopey, mumbly shit music. He's got no talent. He's a fuckhead. Mm. And I reckon he's ugly as fuck. Sorry. (laughs) I reckon he sucks. Now take this energy and hype up the girl, please. You're a hot bitch. You're that bitch. And I want you to fucking look at yourself in the mirror and say, I deserve a lot more than that ratty, untalented little cunt. And when you go off and do your own thing, he's going to look back and go, oh, but it's all right, guys, right? And they're all going to go, no, you're a cunt. Fuck you. And he's going to be left in the fucking dirt and you are going to push on and be the fucking queen. Well, hang on a sec. We don't know what he did. Maybe he just fell out of feelings for her. It's not his fault. Fuck him. Hate him. If he did you wrong, Everyone loves him. him. Yeah, bruh, you're awesome. It's not your fault You're better than that. I would say... And you sound hot as shit. I don't know. Is it fair of me to say get back on the horse? Get back on three horses at once. Mm. Get that horse. I don't think do that. I really eat a pussy. Explore. I think get back on the horse. Now that doesn't have to be sex, but that can be when you're ready. Go on a little date. Chat away. Maybe do sex if you're a sexual person. And I'm not. We all know you're fucking not. See you guys later. Bye.